So there's some thoughts here as I get ready for the day. Um, I was just thinking, I was just thinking about, I uh, just saw a uh, pretty fascinating, although very disturbing uh, video uh, movie, like just a documentary on uh, the social dilemma. And uh, they interviewed some, you know, inside people who used to work for Facebook and Google and YouTube and other places, and they had some pretty disturbing things to say. But, uh, you know, about just the way we are, this whole society is being manipulated, just the disinformation spread. And and in a nutshell, what they basically said was that disinformation spreads more quickly than truth because truth is boring, quote unquote, or whatever. And it's not that they, they believe that. They don't, you know, it's just that they're saying this is how it's perceived. So here's the thing. And then the other core issue was that uh, money is the primary, if not virtually exclusive, organizing principle of our global society, right? So here's, here's the fucking problem, and I don't claim to know how to fix it necessarily, but, but the thing is, is that you have money being the controlling factor. That's problem number fucking one, okay? And as long as money is that organizing principle all of these other fuck-ups are going to naturally ensue. Because as long as the sole most important incentive is making money and the most money possible, and that's the number one and only ultimate goal, there's no other value. Democracy's for sale, truth is for sale, everything's for sale, then we're kind of fucked, (laughs) to put it really fucking mildly, okay? Um... Yeah, this isn't going to work out. You're not going to maintain and sustain. You cannot sustain a democratic society with this fuck up of values. So this isn't about moralizing and shit. This is about what kind of world do we want to live in and natural consequences. This is action and consequences. This isn't about religion. This isn't about morality even. I mean, you could make a moral argument, I guess, but... But the point is, it's about actions and consequences. What kind of world do we want to live in? Because if you want to live in this disinformation where nothing, there is no, no truth, there are no facts, there's nothing but confusion, and any fucking thing goes, and there's only this grasp for power with truth not even being acknowledged, if that's a society you want to live in, which is nothing but chaos and insanity, then I guess this is, congratulations, because this is the world we're live in and are going to continue to live in if we don't change our minds on what we really value. So it seems to me, okay, we got the money problem. Don't know how to fix that, but that's, that's a core problem number one. And, and from that problem comes all the other problems because then if it is true that the, the lie sells more than the truth or that you get more money, more revenue, and more, more interest, more eyeballs, more clicks and all that shit, then you can see the problem here. See, if money wasn't our organizing principle and truth and information was and, and, and actual facts and reality and rising all boats, you know, all boats rising up so that we could make everyone's life better, if that was our core value, this would be a very different world. But as long as the fucking green shit is, is organizing everything that we do, we're fucked. And I and, 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 and you know, even though these guys were I was glad to see that these guys in high places or higher places than certainly me, um, you know, had understood this and were working on I couldn't remember the company that they were beginning, but it was kind of just the idea was was creating a more ethical um information ecosystem. 
uh, my gosh, I mean, I'm so glad that somebody's thinking about this and especially really smart guys like these people, um, you know, who and smart, you know, women and men who are willing to look at this problem and really take it seriously and do something about it and or at least try to do something or to speak out. But, you know, but see, again, as long as it's the bottom fucking line and I don't see, I just don't know how to change that. See, it's kind of like like coronavirus. Okay. Like, how do you fix the coronavirus or how do you fix the problem or how do you not fix it? But how do you actually work with this? Well, you have to quarantine and you have to deny human nature and all this. So it's almost like, even though I despise the saying, in a sense, the the cure is, it is hard to see if the cure is worse than the the disease. I, I hate that saying. But the point is, is that there's some modicum of truth in it, though, because in truth, there is something to be said about the quality of life. And if the human experience, you know, if we're so deprived of being human and what it means to be human, um, to the point where, and I'm not saying we're not, I mean, we're not suffering in concentration camps and having issues like that. So, I mean, American suffering, quote unquote, is, is you know, is like a luxury day for millions upon millions of people the world over. So we shouldn't complain. But it's all relative, right? You know, relative to the American experience. I mean, this is this is un- intolerable, you know, for a lot of people, which I think people need to just shut up their mouths and stop being crybabies. And I think that we need to make schools the priority and not the bars and all this other shit. I mean, we need business too. But, you know, I just... Such a colossal fuck up now. We got more infections and problems than ever, and the restrictions aren't anywhere near when they were in, in March. Um, when generally speaking, when uh, not nearly anywhere near as bad as it is now. You see the asymmetry in the problem. Doesn't make any fucking sense. You know, I read about this in the New York Times, and I, I just said, "Hey, man, exactly." I felt the same fucking way. But as long as it's money, that that's the the organizing principle, okay, and making making money. And that's the only value. And I mean, I guess the way life is, we, we have to make money. But just like Fezziwig said in the, uh, in the Scrooge movie, there's more reasons than money to have a business. And there has to be more than that. Otherwise, we're going we're gonna to die. And because we can't live in this disinformation system where anything goes. The winner takes all. There is no truth. There are no facts. There's only power. Winner takes all. This is the world we live in now. And we're going to find ourselves more and more entrenched in that unless we hit the fucking skids on this shit. But even though I heard some optimism and I felt some optimism from these smart people, I also heard a little bit of a resignation in their voices because they don't know how to put the genie back in the bottle. And it really can't be put back in the bottle. You can't really reverse this in a sense. I mean, once this technology is out and then on Sam Harris's podcast with Nina Schick, which was, you know, a few podcasts ago and it was just terrifying the about how polluted our information ecosystem is only going to get worse because there's going to be everything's going to be synthetic media. In other words, just created by AI, artificial intelligence. And as they said in this movie, The Social, the, uh, the social Dilemma, the, the, our AI does not know how to make a moral choice or anything like that or how to say, you know, and there's morality again, but you know what I mean, how to, how to, it's all about one thing and that's, you know, getting clicks, getting eyeballs and whatever. And I don't know how you can you know, program a system to look at ethical implications or other things like this. I don't know that you can or or how, how can you teach a machine to weigh 
consequences and to know what audience, what eyeballs are on it. It's always up to human beings to restrict this. And actually, that was one of the things that came up in the Nina Schick interview with Sam Harris was she just said, you know, this is it's not an AI problem, really. We, we might want to think that it is. It's a human problem. We're the ones who, you know, we're the ones who are, who are, you know, wanting to do whatever the hell we want to do. And it's natural, as I've said before in other episodes, that yes, we are going to want to do what we want to do. But, um, you know, it's natural to do that. But if we don't restrict that, just like eating, do we want to eat everything we want, you know, and just not exercise and get fat? Yeah, sure, fine. But there's, there's consequences to that. And, and the consequence could be an early death. It could be a miserable life. It could be diabetes. It could be, you know, just getting these, these terrible treatments, you know, dialysis and, or whatever, you know, and, and whatever have you. And kidney failure, whatever else have you. So there are prices that we are paying. And we're, we're just killing ourselves here, man. It's just we are paying these exorbitant prices and we just got to ask ourselves if this is all worth it. If our short-term pleasures and shit are worth this. And I'm just so frustrated that this world, the, the society does not seem to be focused or thinking at all about any long-term anything. It's all about the immediate turnaround. And I'm trying more and more. I love this, you know, to do this in my own life, to look at these, these things because we're all prone to this. I find myself prone to this, you know, backsliding into bad eating habits and that kind of thing. And I see that in my own little snapshot of my life. And I love this, um, there's a part, the, uh, the Stoic Path, which is a part on Sam Harris's application, the, um, his really awesome Waking Up app, which I love. And on this app, he's got a part in here called the Stoic Path, actually, I should say, by William B. Irvine. And he's got some wonderful meditations in here, like the last time meditation and other things. But the essential core idea that I gathered from the Stoic Path is to, is to think about, you know, like, you know, things like... You know, people are always going to be worse off than you. So think about how well you do have it. You know, when you think that your life is so bad or that life is so hard, it can always be harder. There's others who are less fortunate. Think about things like, like maybe this is the last time I talk to a client. Maybe this is the last time I talk to my child like I did last night. Maybe this is the last time. And what would that do? How would that sharpen up our appreciation of each moment? And I just think we got to get back to this. The appreciation. There are ethical implications we we are suffering because of the way we're treating each other and you know you don't even need god or religion or any of this other stuff to to tell us and to remind us that you know this this doesn't have this isn't good for anyone to do this yeah align our pocketbooks you know some people get rich some some big companies get rich and everybody else suffers and kids are cutting and killing themselves because of the social media bullshit and because of the crazy, ridiculous standards that they're being held to, especially girls on Instagram and Snapchat and this other bullshit, I'm off of all this social media shit. Fuck them. Fuck them. I'll check the New York Times and that's it. You know, credible news outlets are the most credible that I can find. And, and I'm going there. I'm not going to click on the bullshit that I'm fed through my email and this other shit. Fuck them. You know, I mean, I'm going to do as much as I can do to filter out and try to get this. And I, I trust the New York Times and their ethical standards of reporting on, now, of course, are they perfect? Hell no, nobody's perfect. But I'll trust them more than my goddamn Facebook feed. Anybody who's getting their news through Facebook are fucked. This is total disinformation and bullshit. The fact that one would even trust that is telling. <laughs> 
And um, I don't I don't know the answer. I mean, as far as the money side, but at the very least, even if we can't get rid of the money side, I don't know about getting rid of it. We have got to, at the very least, add other values in our decision making. It can't be just the bottom fucking line in money. And how to balance these needs. I mean, look at the balance we're trying to do now with coronavirus. You know, do we shut down schools? You know, do we shut down businesses? You know, do we have them open? Um, or do, you know, you know, basically, you know, your money or your life. Do we shut down the business or do we keep them open? You know, do we prevent the virus spread or what do we do? And we see, hmm, and we seem to be like thinking this is a binary option without knowing how to thread the needle or find a middle ground or wear a mask in public for crying out loud. I don't know. These are all very complicated questions. But the bottom line to me is it can't be only money. And the th- I think the problem, the reason why the truth isn't sold is because the truth can't be sold. And nor should it be for sale. But everything else is, isn't it? The lie, the bullshit, the nonsense, the, the, the National Enquirer, you know, trash nonsense that we read that bullshit. I mean, if you know, it's, and so if if it's all about the money, and the lie sells more than the truth, you see the problem here, right? Okay. <laughs> so people have to value something other than just the fucking bottom line. Not sure how you get them to do that. Maybe just as I've talked with Dave, just to feel the consequences of that, and maybe the consequences are bad enough where we hit the skids and say enough is enough. We got to find something else. We got to do something else. Our lives and the lives of our children and grandchildren literally depend on it. Until next time.